Good morning. Welcome to Fashion Friday. It's an exciting time of year. We're winding down the end of the year. Hopefully all of your holiday shopping, all of your holiday plans are now in place and actually happening. Um, I've got some uh, fun things to talk about today regarding New Year's Eve. Like the song goes, what are you doing, New Year's Eve? Um, I won't sing. <laughs> um, but first, I wanted to talk about something I always talk about here on the show this time of year. It's color, as in the color of the year. So it's that time of year that Pantone has named their color of the year. I find this interesting. I always look forward to this. And then I look forward to see how this sort of translates into retail and and the market out there. And uh, okay, so first of all, the name, it's called Living Coral. And uh, it's a beautiful salmon color. That's what color I'm calling. I'm calling it salmon because it's a peachy, pinky, orange with sort of gold undertones. It's a warm color, and it's really, really, really beautiful. It's sort of vibrant and mellow at the same time. So it will be interesting. And then I was doing a little more research about Pantone because usually when I talk about this with with people or friends or clients, we usually end up getting into this conversation about Pantone and how they come up with this. So I have something to read, which is from the Pantone website. Um, First of all, I want to talk about their their. Uh, their quote, the executive director's quote about this color. So she says, in reaction to the onslaught of digital technology and social media increasingly embedding into daily life, we are seeking authentic and immersive experiences that enable connection and intimacy. Sociable and spirited, the engaging nature of Pantone Living Coral welcomes and encourages lighthearted activity. So that is what they're saying about this color. And, um, I, you know, I like it. I think it's a unisex color. I think more and more, and sometimes I do believe, not that the colors have gender, but I personally believe sometimes certain shades just translate better into men's clothes or women's clothes. So it's just talking strictly about fashion. Not that everyone can't wear every color. I just think when we're talking about actual fabrics, the color translates better into certain things, whether it's satin or it's silk or it's velvet or it's a man's suit. Certain colors, I think, translate better into fabric, certain fabrics. (laughs) Does this one translate well? I think so. I like this color for both men and women. Um, Immediately, I think resort wear. That's what I think. I mean, it's really – so this is the color. I'm showing Bob. Now, granted, my printer was a little off, so it's a, it's a little lighter than this. I've seen it. And, yes. And it struck me as not what I would call a strong color. But then again, Agreed. saying strong and weak isn't really fair sometimes to no. colors. But, uh, I think I know what you mean, though. Not really strong versus weak. It's more strong versus um, saturated or dark, really dark mm. versus a lighter shade, yes. which we wouldn't say weak. We'd say lighter shade. Yeah, I would agree with you. I think this color is really pretty. But again, if we're talking translating it into fashion, which is you know clothing and fabric, I see this as a color all year for women, but I see it more for men as um, majority of resort wear. I mean, I definitely could see like a shirt this casual. color. Casual, yeah. Right. yeah. Right. For me, it's, it feels casual. But then again, it could be a shirt, uh, a dress shirt. A dress shirt, right, and a tie, yeah. of course. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but I, yeah, I agree. And I, I see it being as one of those colors that's a little bit more limiting than other colors we've seen come out as, as colors of the year. Um, but I really love it. I think it's beautiful. Mm. 
Um, and uh, I just I like that gold undertone because to me it's very warm, and I like warm colors. I mean, I like all color, but um, I really love warm colors against – maybe it's because I have olive-color skin, so it, it works well, well with my skin. I like uh, that we're keeping the word coral in the conversation. Yeah. Because right now the real coral in our world is struggling to stay alive. Yes, and I've heard that. Yeah. And I think that maybe that had some – I mean, they're talking about aspects of color found in nature with this with this color. Mm. So I maybe that had – to do with something? I don't know. Mm. But I also wanted to read this about Pantone Color of the Year. This is also on their website. Um, so this is a because I always get asked, how do they decide the color? How do they? And I have, I've actually seen the executive director, and her name is Latrice Eisman. I've seen her speak many, many years ago, and she talked. Uh, to a group of us about this and how they decide and all kinds of, you know, how color impacts us and we don't even realize it. Um, And I always use the example to, especially to clients, when we're trying to infuse color into their wardrobe, I say there's a reason why doctor's offices are not shocking pink when you walk in. There's a reason. Or bright neon blue or yellow, you know, there's a reason why they're more subdued colors. And the same, the flip side, there's a reason why maybe, let's say, if we still went to record stores or they were still around, they would be they would not be soft light colors. Or a clothing store, let's say for you know a teen, would not be probably not be it wouldn't be white, it wouldn't be bone, it wouldn't be egg crew, mm-hmm. it would be a color, right? Um, so at sneaker stores, think about that. Think of what's in sneaker stores. Speaking of, uh, you know, it's like the more color, the better, you know, and because of the shoe or what. Um, a side note here. I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna divert for a minute. I was in a new sneaker store, the new Nike store in Manhattan, which is amazing. It's on Fifth Avenue, Fifth and Fifty Second. It's incredible. It's five floors. I was gonna say, how big is it? Wow, five floors. Now each floor itself, the the footprint is not tremendously huge, so it's not like you can get lost. It's a you know a, a big enough space each floor, but it's really more. Uh, uh, vertical, the space to me, the the amount of space. I don't know how the square footage, but it's definitely more about it being um, horizontal. Uh, how did vertical. they break up the floors? So it's men's, women's, of course, and then there's um, something called. I just, what is the fifth floor called? Something design, stu- design, something design. The first floor, to me, the first floor is like the welcoming floor. Um, they've got like really cool technology and they've got this whole area that looks like a lab where they customize the sneakers. But there's only certain sneakers that they do customize. But they've got all these sneakers with paints and all this other stuff where you can, you know, do your own. And then you start to go upstairs um, I know the fourth floor was the women's floor and, uh, each, you know, there's a men's floor and there's, so there's clothing and then there's also shoes. So that's how they're breaking it up. I see. And uh, yeah, it's pretty insane. It's pretty cool. It looked just the, the interior alone, like what they've done with the lighting and color. There's a, it's a lot of, um, there's a lot of black, a little industrial looking, but it also reminded me of something you might see in Japan. It was kind of on that line. To me, I was like, is this, you know, as I was going down the steps, I was trying to really decide what the aesthetic is. Hmm. And that's what I came up with. Um, I didn't spend a whole lot of time there. I do plan on revisiting. Um, But, yes, so I thought I'd mention that. So, again, the color or lack thereof, for me, it was all about um, the space and how they manipulated it. So it was very interesting. 
Um, but let me just get back to Pantone. So color of the year. So this is what, what they have said. For, so for 20 years, Pantone's color of the year has influenced product development and purchasing decisions in multiple industries, including fashion, home furnishings, and industrial design, as well as, as, well as product packaging and graphic design. The color of the year selection process requires thoughtful consideration and trend analysis. To arrive at the selection each year, Pantone's color experts at the Pantone Color Institute comb the world for new color influences. This can include the entertainment industry, films in production, traveling art collections, new artists, fashions, and all area of, areas of design. Uh, as well as popular destinations, new lifestyles, play styles, socioeconomic conditions. Influences may also stem from new technologies, materials, textures, and effects that impact color, relevant social media platforms, and even upcoming sporting events that capture worldwide attention. So there's the answers to how they pick the color. (laughs) And still I have a question. (laughs) Yes? I I wonder... Does a previous year's choice have any effect on the following year? Being that you piece of clothing might still be viable to wear yeah. a year later. Yeah. And are they going to pick a color that would clash with it? Or are they going to be careful not to do that, I wonder? I think no. I'm, I'm just making a guess. I say no. They're just focused on the new color, the new year. Hmm. And because here's why I'm thinking they might not. They usually, so it's a color of the year, but then if you look, I know, I'll look on the website, you scroll down, there's also a range of colors. There's maybe, let's say, 10 to 12 other colors oh. that are part of the color of the year, but they pick one that's the outstanding color. So this is the one, but there are also, then they break it down to men and women as well to for, for fashion. Oh. Yeah, so I'm going to say no, they just pick the color, and then there's usually all of these other colors below it that are complementary to it that you could, and I like to look at it because they're interesting combinations that I would never think you know to put this color with that color hmm. you know at the end of the day I used to work with someone that used to say every color matches with every color it just <laughs> depends on the shade and I thought you're right actually you're absolutely right because there's no two colors that clash what clashes is the hue the shade of it yes and I thought yeah, you're right. You know, I never really looked at it that way. Um, and this, okay. again, I was working in the fashion industry, and I think my comment was <laughs> when I first started was, "Well, that doesn't work. That clashes." And he looked at me and said, "No, every color goes together. You just don't like the the shade of colors that we've picked." I'm like, "All right, fair enough." <laughs> so, but it's true if you think about that. Um, you know, there's how many shades of every color. So if you find the right shade mixed with the other. You have a winner. But uh, I do like to see the interesting color combos that go along with, like, for example, right off the bat, this color, this uh, called coral, living coral, I think a dark green, I would love to see this with a dark green right Mm. off the bat. That's what comes to mind. And I think, and for men and women, because the dark green could ground it. This is a a lighter shade, more fun and vibrant. Um, It's, like I said, it's not neon, so it's more mellow, yet it's vibrant. So I think a dark green would sort of ground it. And yet if you had a neon green, it would soften the neon green. Right, exactly. So it actually could work with both. Both, absolutely. Hmm. Absolutely. That's why when I was thinking about this, I was thinking this is definitely a color. It's a unisex color. I'm going to love this in men's fashion as well as women's fashion because of what you could mix it with. Hmm. 
So you're right. Um, but I also feel like this is a color anyone could wear. If you took just orange, straight up orange, true orange, many, I, I know this because many women will say, oh, I can't wear orange. And if you took straight up red or pink, many women would say, or they, I don't like that color on my skin. But this is actually a blend of all of them. And mm. then some. You know, we've got some really nice uh, gold undertones. So, um, again, that's why I like it. I like these kind of in-between shades where it's it's not really a true any color. It's really, it's a combination of many, many colors. So, but I guess that's what most colors are, except for white. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I thought that was pretty interesting and how they pick the color. People usually end up asking me, do you know how they pick the color? Yeah, so it's a bunch of people picking colors. And then the colors that kind of complement them and go along with them that they also say will be colors of the year is also very interesting. And um, I think, you know, what I love about this the most, first of all, let, let me, let's stop for a minute. Wouldn't you love that job? <laughs> We're going to pick the colors of the year today. All right. <laughs> and you spend, I don't know, I wonder how long they spend on it. Do they spend a day? Do they spend a month? I mean, really, or picking colors. You're going to work picking the colors of the year. Well, let's, I'm thinking to myself at some point, <laughs> There is one person or maybe one small group that yeah. really is just using their gut. Everybody else has to just kowtow to them. Yes, I I think so. I'm assuming. <laughs> I maybe, don't I don't know. We maybe need, it's more scientific than that. We, yeah, well, we'd like to think that, mm. but it probably isn't. But I want, I mean, I need to know this because there's some humor to it, is it not? Is there not? Like, I, I feel hope so. a little bit like, well, are you, when that person of that group, because it says, experts here it says you know i don't think it's this latrice woman the executive director she might have final say but mm. you're going to work oh what did you do at work today well we picked the color of the year <laughs> i don't know i mean to me that sounds like fun i would love that but i'm like okay and how long did that take an hour five minutes three days i don't know and then the other colors and you're right how do they there i'm sure there's a process and a way they don't just like pick it out of thin air obviously because of what i just read yeah they sound like they're fairly scientific about it yeah, yeah yeah i mean i thought about that well films in production and the entertainment industry traveling art collections i was like oh i, I actually have heard also weather and uh economic st- the, the economic stance that has something to do with it as well mm. i've heard that as well which i guess that can make sense weather i don't know if i buy that one as much because weather changes so quickly so how do you know if we're going to have a hurricane in in 2020 how do we know? That? I mean, I know. yeah, we could look at the farmer's almanac, of course, but how accurate is that? Now, surprisingly ac- good, actually. Really? <laughs> yeah, it is. I, yeah, it is. All right, more than fifty percent, right? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Is that right? See, yeah. I thought it wasn't. I kind of just was like, mm, I don't know about that. No, it's. Uh, I don't know. Again, more people with si- weird science. We'll right. call it weird science. Weird science. <laughs> That's perfect. That seems to work though. That's perfect. That's the perfect name for this. Mm. Weird science. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I get economics. That I get. Like, you know, stock markets up or down. You know, I always use the example during the Great Depression, a lot of people were black and gray. Yeah, because people were not happy. And it, that made sense. Your state of mind was completely different. So, um, you know, that's the extreme, of course. But, you know, when economics is up or down, we tend to feel happier when things are going well, obviously. So, and I think people gravitate d- towards darker colors because darker colors feel more serious and almost like more safe. So, again, depending on the climate of what's going on in our economic world, politics as well. I think when there's change, um, you know, people gravitate towards things that feel comfortable and safe. So that makes perfect sense. When I throw on my black shirt, 
I think people will be more serious around me. Yes. So absolutely, that, that's the way it strikes me. Yeah, wearing black. I for me, and I don't think I'm. I don't think I'm the average person when it's in terms of getting dressed and putting on color. Mm. So I think I look at it slightly different mm-hmm. because of what I do. If I wear all black, I absolutely. First of all, I think okay, I'm going to appear thinner and taller today. That's number one. Okay. And then I do feel like, well, I'm going to look like I'm from New York. You know, I think that I I think of the impression I'm going to give out. And then I always want to add something like jewelry or something sparkly. I can't help it. I couldn't wear just head to toe all black and nothing. Mm. You know, if I'm if I'm in a professional setting, if I'm you know if I'm in a you know, today I'm in all black ones. Well, not really. I've got color. But I think the right away to add some sort of pop somewhere. Somewhere. I have to. I just can't be completely monochromatic in one color. In black, especially. I can do one color, but not black. Okay. But I think, yeah. And I don't feel, I definitely feel more business-minded. I don't feel as creative. Although I'm sure I oh. am or could be. But it's interesting. Yeah, I don't feel like I'm creative that day. I feel like I went with what was safe. And almost borderline boring. Like, mm-hmm. okay, well, I went with all black. Yes. Yeah, so that's how it makes me. But I am very uh, sensitive to color. You know, when I have a certain color on, it really can uh, – I think – I feel like my energy level changes when I'm in a brighter color, happier color. I don't know. I, but that's me. Maybe I'm part of the weird science. <laughs> and, well, and, I, and I'm seeing it slightly differently. I'm imagining what other people see looking at me. And right. Maybe that's the same yeah, as you're saying, yeah, too. Sa- yeah, yeah, same. Yeah, yeah, I agree. But I feel like, you know, especially I think about when I'm traveling, and I think what colors I wear when I'm traveling. It always depends on where I'm traveling to, like where I'm going to be will dictate not just what I'm wearing, but also color. You know, I always think going to Mexico, color, lots of color. Going to the Caribbean, lots of color. You know, I wouldn't dare take something even dark navy. I would all. It's always all about color because I'm where I'm going, you know, and I – you know, I feel like I would look odd if I were in dark colors. Not that, and I wouldn't want to wear them anyway. And it's it's happy. Hmm. If I'm going to those two places, I'm going on vacation. So yes, very happy. <laughs> All right. So um, enough about the color. So that's interesting going forward. I think in some upcoming shows, I'll talk a little bit about how to wear this color for men and women, and what what colors. I mentioned dark green could be very grounding. I think we'll dig a little bit deeper and, and talk about the other colors that Pantone has paired with this color, has mentioned as uh, color palettes for the year, but really how to wear them. And then it's going to be interesting to see how and what plays out, how we're going to see this uh, you know, come to life in our world next year. So that will be very interesting. All right, I'm going to take a quick break. And when we come back, What are you doing New Year's Eve? More importantly, what are you wearing? I've got some outfit ideas if you don't know. Stay with us on 1490 WGCH. Fashion Friday with Tina is brought to you by AdCorp Media Group, a full-service local advertising agency that offers a range of marketing, web, social media, and design services for local business owners. At AdCorp, they take your business personally because they know that you do. By learning everything there is to know about how to run your business, the value of your products and services, and who your target is, they'll create a personalized business plan to communicate your message to your audience. They offer logo and branding development, digital and web design, social media management, and more. 
Are you ready to grow your business? Call AdCorp Media Group now at 1-877-323-2677 or visit them at adcorpmg.com. AdCorp Media Group. They'll take your business personally, as personally as you do. Welcome back to Fashion Friday. All right, are you ready for New Year's Eve? If not, I've got some suggestions for you. Depending on what you're doing, um, hopefully you're doing something fun. I mean, I always say New Year's Eve to me, um, you've either got to go big or just lay low, in, in my opinion. And by laying low doesn't mean staying home, but it just means, you know, it's the expectation I think sometimes is just too much in my past experiences. Usually I'm away, and so um, I'm happy with just being away <laughs> on vacation. Actually, my husband and I have this interesting tradition that we do every Thanksgiving, uh, Thanksgiving every New Year's Eve for the past... I think we're going on about 10 years now. We spend it in a different location. So a different city or different state, sometimes different country, every single year. And we haven't repeated one place yet. So. All right. Yeah, yeah, we do. Actually, we were talking about it recently and we were planning our trip. It's easy because, of course, you know, we've got Christmas and then right into New Year's. So that week in between is usually when we're traveling. So. Um, that happens, so it makes it easy to. But even when we were home one year, um, we make sure that we're in a different place, physically different city, I'm going to call it, or town, every year. So I, I had to go back and list, and I did. I made sure that we don't have any. Of course, we've done New York. So And I said, well, so I said to him, you realize now we can never be, stay home. <laughs> because what, Unless, I mean, we, we don't live in New York. We live in Connecticut. But still, it's, that's still sort of the same umbrella because actually we did spend one year in Connecticut. So we can never stay home again for New Year's. We always have to go away. We continue this. So he's fine with that. <laughs> um, Where's the most exotic place you've done this? Exotic? I guess. I mean, I wouldn't say the word exotic, but I guess I'd have to. I would say Paris. That's pretty exotic. Yeah, yeah. I would say I would say fancy for okay. me. Paris is, you know, glamorous and fancy to mm. me. Yeah, so we did a, a New Year's Eve, and we went to the Moulin Rouge and saw the sh- a show there, which was so interesting. Hmm. Um, yeah, so I guess that was that would be one, and I would say it was definitely one of the the best, uh, the one, most fun. Um, another really fun one that stands out in my head was New Orleans. We oh, spent yeah. A new, yeah, that was a lot of fun because it wasn't. It was you know. Definitely crowded, but it wasn't crazy like Mardi Gras time crowded. So you could actually walk the streets and and enjoy it and go in and out of the shops and restaurants and bars. And it wasn't over the top because it wasn't Mardi Gras yet. It was, you know, New Year's Eve. But a lot of people, yeah, and it was fun. That was definitely a a fun one as well. Mm. So anyway, um, all right, so what are you wearing? Let's talk about some options. Okay, big party, big bash, you're going. I say go all out. This is the time. This is the place. Go all out. So the sequin dress, you got to go glam, things with embellishment, whatever it is. I think you should have fun. This is the one time of year when, especially if you're someone that wears a uniform to work, or maybe your uniform is sweats every day and you're in and out of the gym or you're doing the carpool or the pickup at school or whatever, you know, your stay-at-home mom, or you're commuting all the time, or you're in, you know, super, super dressy uh, outfits every day, 
this is the time, I think, just to have fun and wear something completely outlandish and fun. And embellishments, obviously, it's New Year's Eve. Um, so that's the idea. I say all head-to-toe sequins. If you're not doing that, and you're, let's say you're just doing dinner, which is most people I know end up doing some sort of a dinner. So I think, again, you want to step it up a notch, even if it's a casual dinner. But it's still a nice place. So velvet. I'm suggesting velvet. It's sort of season appropriate. Um, and meet ladies, a velvet jumpsuit. I love this idea. Super easy. It's one piece. You put it on, you're done. You can add as much or as little jewelry as you want or accessories. But really, it's kind of like, I think it's the dream. Because it's like wearing a dress. Just put it on and you're done. And because it's velvet, it's going to kind of step up your, your wardrobe, your outfit game. And make a nice picture, too. Um, or maybe just a velvet blazer. That could be something that's a little bit easier and ma- easier to wear and also um, more accessible. I think everyone should have a velvet blazer in their closet by now. Um, and then you can also wear it afterwards too, after New Year's. Uh, house party. How about just a pair of leather pants and a shimmery top? Think like 80s glamour when I say shimmery top. Again, something fun. I'm suggesting pants because if you're at a house party, you're probably sitting a lot. And I'm saying leather pants because, again, it's a little something different than just jeans. I'd put on a little low heel or a boot and uh, I'd let it be all the time. Think about this. Whenever I'm thinking about where I'm going, what to wear, if I'm going to a dinner with a group of people – I immediately think, of course, I think of the place. So that's one. And then I think of, well, most of the night, people are going to be looking at me from the waist up. Because you're at a dinner, you're going to be sitting. So then I, I do. I, I'm not so concerned about what is on the bottom. Like, I keep the bottom rather simple sometimes. Or if it's something that I shouldn't be sitting a long time in, then, you know, then don't wear that. If it's a big poofy skirt or dress, then don't wear that. So keep the, that's why I'm saying leather pants and then a shimmery top because that'll be, you know, It'll draw the attention around your face. And last but not least, if you're staying home, cozy, 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 cozy loungewear and fuzzy slippers. That's my suggestion. So hopefully you find something in there that you could wear or something in between there. Um, I think that you could really transform any look. All you got to do really, if you're even if you're just wearing a little black dress, add earrings, sparkly statement earrings, maybe a sparkly bag and a metallic shoe and hopefully a red lip. If, that, if you can do it. And I love this idea. So you really can transform anything, even if it's um, jeans and a tee. Jeans and a tee with a sparkly shoe and a, and a statement earring, perfect. Um, and by the way, some ideas if you're shopping for an outfit, a couple ideas. I've seen all of the examples that I've mentioned. Um, Zara, Topshop, and the store and other stories, which is a great store as well. Um, fantastic examples of what I just spoke about. So, um, and, and an affordable price. So those are my suggestions for New Year's Eve. And again, transform any look into something fun. I think that's the whole point is to have fun, enjoy it, and happy new year. Thanks for listening. Join me, uh, uh, January. Oh my gosh. 2020, 2020, 2019, almost 2020. I'm making plans for 2020. Sorry. (laughs) Thanks for listening. Join me next week on Fashion Friday on 1490 WGCH.
Coke, 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 Coke.